As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. What are you, what are you doing? Okay. You're leaving the store. Okay, I'm, I'm going in. Why are you locking your car? And... Do you know her? What? Okay. Okay. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Friday, November 18th, 2022, and this is The Drop. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Mellis. Podcast listeners, this is for you. Next to him, it's the bearded woman, Top Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. hey yo. And making the magic happen... Over yonder, <laughs> super producer. I don't know what's going on. Here. JD and behind him, there's Jerome. Hey, what's up, hello. guys? Hello, hello. Everything all right, JD? Are no, you okay? No. Yeah, you've got a. I could feel your energy this morning being off. Are you okay? you feeling sick? Or you, did you drink too much with your mother-in-law last night? <laughs> no, unfortunately, oh. that hasn't happened yet. She's only been here a couple of days, but uh, it's Friday, so. <laughs> You never know. Yeah, it was a it was a late night with the Is This Good crew. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, the crew f- of Matt Austin. Yeah. Matty OJD <laughs> and special guest Matt, Matt Bonner. Bonner. Yeah. Which is now up. Might as well throw that up. Did you have complications, JD? Uh, well, no. Well, yes, I did. Yes. <laughs> All right. There were complications. Yes. Well, I was listening. I haven't seen a listener watch the whole thing yet, but the, the part I did catch, I was loving it. Great. So go subscribe to Is This Good on YouTube <laughs> or wherever you download and listen to your podcast. Matt Bonner talking to Matty O about letting kids win games and texting your ex and backing into parking spaces and a bunch of other hilarious topics. It was double vision for me. It was like looking at twins. Well, that was the hilarious reference <laughs> yeah. off the top. Yeah. You imagine a, a remake of Matt Bonner and Matt Austin 
as Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito <laughs> in Twins. Who wouldn't watch mm. that? Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. Wait, are you guys here? Is everybody all right today? Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, there's man. A weird, was... There's a weird energy in yeah, this Friday yeah, job. Yeah, I don't yeah, know what's yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, I can't put my energy. finger on it. It, all was, right. uh, it was a late start. In the NBA season last night. Oh, that's what's going on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's just Friday, man. We're just chilling. Just ready to Keep go. Keeping it chill. We got a lot of things to get to today. Just ready to go. Yeah, we do. We got a, we got pickles to talk about later. Yes. Lots to do. Yes. Lots to do. Yes. Shout out to the stream Shout team joining us live right now. Like, subscribe, comment, do all that shit. Get your No Dunks merch <laughs> over at nodunks.com. Send in your questions and comments to nodunksattheathletic.com. Always looking for your uh, good cues and comments for beach stepping. Yes, we do have an action packed drop episode. Because we have your Worst of the Week nominees. Mm-hmm. We have JD's brand new segment, The Pickle Report. Maybe that's why he's flustered. <laughs> that's why we all wore green shirts today. <laughs> uh, we got... uh, that's definitely part of it. Oh. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We've got Tweet of the Night Rapid Fire Fun. We're going to hand out some uh, one-month-in hardware. Taking a look, uh, way too early look, at the NBA award races. But first, there were three games on last night. Yeah, they all started at... 10 p.m. or 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Very, very strange. But it allowed me to watch the complete episode of Winter House, which was nice. Winter House? <laughs> Is this a Summer House spinoff? You know it, buddy. Send it. <laughs> uh, but the three games weren't bad, so I just want to chuck all the match you here. Royce O'Neal scored on a late tip as the Nets beat the Blazers 109-107. The Clippers rallied to beat the Pistons 96-91 with Kawhi Leonard returning. And then De'Aaron Fox scored 28 points. Kings beat the Spurs. For their first win in a row, light the beam. Any uh, takeaways from those three games, Sass? Well, we'll get to MVP later, but what about most valuable publisher? The MVP of the media company that has impacted the game the most. Sure. The Athletic is one of my nominees, Bleacher Report, and Yahoo Sports, my other nominees, because the Kevin Durant articles that came out on Bleacher Report and Yahoo Sports, we all questioned, is, is he just calling out his teammates? How will they respond? They responded well. Uh, on uh, on Bleach Report, he's you know he said, "How am I going to win with Royce O'Neal, Edmonds?" Okay, he didn't say, "How am I going to win?" But he said, "Listen, what can you expect with Royce O'Neal, Edmund Sumner, and Joe Harris?" Well, Joe Harris had a really good game, four threes, four assists, solid defense, and Royce O'Neal stepped up big. Obviously, the tip in there. Russell Neal had 11 assists. They were moving the ball really well. And uh, the other article by our Sham Sharani on The Athletic about Ben Simmons, who had his best game of the season. They went to Hackaben towards the end of the game. Uh, the Blazers did. He stepped up to the line. He went 3 of 4, so they had to stop it. Uh, he had two dunks. Uh, he went up to the rim and threw it down. He was playing solid defense. Some Definitely good moving of the ball by him. 15 points, 13 rebounds, and 7 assists from Ben Simmons. Definitely his best game, 32 minutes off the bench. I will say, of course, there are definitely more opportunities for him to get more aggressive and dunk the ball and throw it down. But he is coming along slowly, as he said in that article. So definitely a Nets win where everybody rallied around Kevin Durant. We thought, hey, would this split up the team Well. Listen, it wasn't uh, it wasn't a beautiful win, and they almost gave it away at the end. Uh, but they played together. Mm-hmm. Got the road in the, in Portland there. Any thoughts on that game or any of the other ones? Back to back double digit games for Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is he back? <laughs> Only time Back-ish. will tell. At least he was aggressive. I thought that was good. Uh, the other note I had um, from this one is that at one point Ben Simmons set a screen on Anthony Simons 
and Ion Eagle was loving it. He called it a play-by-play guy's dream. <laughs> Simmons screening Simons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was pretty funny. I guess the other interesting part of last night, Kawhi Leonard back in yeah. the mix. Looked okay defensively. Super rusty, though, on yeah. offense. That being said, the two shots he did make were both like vintage Kawhi highlights. He had the MJ looking fade away on the right block. Shaking a guy in the middle of the lane, finishing with a little uh, righty flipperuski there in the lane. I thought that was pretty nice, you know. Clippers nine and seven now, still thirtieth in offense, but second in defense. They've treaded water basically with Kawhi Leonard on the bench. Still don't really know what his availability is going to look like yeah, going no. forward. But at least he's back in the lineup, which <laughs> gives them a little bit of a chance to perhaps build some chemistry offensively and kind of just figure out the continuity of their drive and kick game. Because they need somebody who puts pressure on the rim, and he's the most likely guy to do it. Yeah, there was a, a real classic Kawhi possession where he just had five guys coming at him, and he just turned and hit that baseline back to the basket shot where you really can't stop it. But then there's also flashes of him when we all we know the great Kawhi is a monstrous dude who creates space but you can also look at him and think he kind of looks slow out there and kind of looks sluggish out there and obviously he's just coming back so it's easy to get high when you watch that one possession or watch him defensively as he was running around but it's also easy to easy to go the other way and say is this guy even going to play it's it's still a huge question mark it's still way up in the air uh, just like the Nets are way up in the air with Kyrie Irving potentially returning on Sunday from his yeah. suspension. Lots of question marks. But on this night, both teams were enjoyable to watch in the end, uh, especially Utah Watanabe. You mentioned Ian Eagle, the broadcaster's dream of Simons on Simmons. He also says, Utah the Shootah, Utah Watanabe. <laughs> My, that guy's making himself some money. Yeah, he's playing really, he's really playing well. He's playing good. He is Awesome for the Brooklyn Nets. He's the, he's a perfect compliment. If if Kyrie, Ben, and Kevin Durant work out somehow, this guy as a defensive guy who just he plays hard, yeah, every single possession, and he hit five big threes in in this one. He looks great. He's making himself some bucks. Makes under two million dollars this year. Somebody's going to sign him to a good deal this offseason. And the Kings, they've won eight of their last ten after starting zero and four. Uh... What did I tell you on yesterday's podcast? They're going to win, uh, not only cover the 7.5, they'll, uh, they'll make it 17.5. And, and they did. They won by 18. Uh, good second half. Fox, great game. But Monk off the bench with 26 points in 28 minutes, shot 11 of 19. Uh, he hit four fours, four threes. <laughs> no wonder oh they won God. so big. Yeah. <laughs> they were giving them extra points last night. Uh, but we saw, you know, Terrence Davis coming off the bench the game before. He was the spark plug. This one was Monk. Uh, those those two moves, though, of getting Herter and Monk worked out perfectly for Sacramento so far. Shooting. My God. What an idea to add to an NBA team. And they're their most prolific three-point specialist there on this squad. And Herter in the starting lineup. Monk coming off the bench. They've both been great. I will say the highlight from this game, though, it's got to be that Jeremy Sohan dunk. The thrunk, really. That was a thrunk. Where he gets smacked in the face by Sabonis. But uh, big, big thrunk. The throw plus dunk, if you're new to the show here, as he chucked it down. Somehow, only number three on the NBA's top five plays of the night. Trey Lyles had a big dunk. Don't get me wrong. Yes, he did. And then the Royce O'Neal tip-in. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's so that, that was a big-ass dunk there. It was so on with the spin, gets slapped in the face, and still chucked it in. There's two types of people in the world. Yeah. Th- those who respect the thrunk and those who don't. You're right. Yeah. And where do you fall? <laughs> where do I <laughs> fall? Yeah. I think your energy is the weird energy. Where, I do, think... where do I is fall? Is it because I'm wearing a jacket? <laughs> yeah, you're really layering up. I think I've messed everything up wearing a jacket. <laughs> I think it's because it's unzipped, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's throwing us Should off Should I here. zip it up? 
I don't know. Should I mean, it, will it change the call. energy? <laughs> yeah, for Do it sure. for the next block. So okay, we'll try it in the B block. Yeah, the rest okay. of us are wearing green. You're just... Did you guys plan standard. this? I guess we all have a little green on today. Huh? What's going on there, too? Oh, we're all green behind the ears. Answer the question. Are you team thrunk or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a thrunker. Yeah, I've always are. been a thrunker. You always have. That's what I love about you. No man. thrunks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to our uh, actual topic here on the Drop Podcast today. You know what my Chemezi Metu takes? <laughs> yeah, fire him away. I've seen every Chemezi Metu highlight live. I, I don't know <laughs> if it's true, but I think if the, at the end of his career, I go back and watch Chemezi Metu's best plays, I will have seen every single one of them live. I don't know how this is possible. He's not like a highlight-laden player, but he had a huge dunk last night, 4-4-4. Yeah. Four, four, four. He is very athletic. Yeah. And, and you called a summer league game with Chemezi Metu in it as well. You watched him live. <laughs> and if you remember that, Blazers Spurs, Chemezi Metu was running up and down the floor. Yeah, I, don't, I don't, don't remember that he was Yeah, in game. Las Vegas gym, just that tight little gym back when he was Boy. just a summer league player. Now he could be a player for this gang, Steve. The, the Herder, the Monk, those guys are going to stick around. But the guys that they go deeper with. They're also performing. Yeah. yeah. No, the Kings are hot right now. Light the beam, baby. Okay, so we're somehow already one month into the NBA season. Can you believe it? <laughs> so we thought we'd do a way too early look at some of the NBA award races. We're not doing Coach of the Year. <laughs> we just got too much of this show, so we'll save it for another time. But we're starting one month in MVP. Task, get us started. This is not us predicting who's going to win it at the end of the year. I think this is like... If the season ended right now, who would win MVP in your mind? Who are you going with? I'm going to start with the most valuable publisher take. Oh, Did you guys like that off the top? Uh, <laughs> I liked it. That was a little was forced, but whatever. Uh, most valuable player. Well, it's time to split hairs because we yeah. have some ridiculous candidates. Yeah. It doesn't feel like at this time of year, last year, you'd have like five legitimate ones, and you can even extend it to more. Like Giannis obviously is in the mix. Luca. You gotta throw Shea in there. You gotta throw Tatum in there. You can get deeper with Curry, Durant, Jokic. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Luca okay. right now. Uh, the guy is just—he's an offense. He really is an offense. <laughs> uh, looking at the numbers across the board, it's ridiculous. It's—it's it's Harden and Westbrook esque when they won it uh, because everything just goes through him. Ninety-one percent of his baskets are unassisted. That's a stupid number. <laughs> Ninety. Nobody oh. passes to him. He just does because it Because he himself. has the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that would be the highest number. Even Westbrook, even Harden, who you consider guys that no one passes it to you know, when they want it. <laughs> that would be the highest number since this thing was tracked, plus his eight assists per game. And then he, he passes the ball, not just the assists, but the, uh, the potential assists. His guys are just clunking. He's got 16 potential assists per game. He is the offense. Now, yeah. Because he is the offense, they slow it down. And sometimes, to me, this this real, real, real slow pace of the Dallas Mavericks is kind of tough to watch at times. But at the same time, they play the most clutch minutes because they do play the slowest pace. And so they can't get real big spreads to beat teams. And they always give it up, so they always play close games. Anyways, he's the offense. And they're above 500 right now. If you're a winning man... Uh, maybe your opinion changes because they're not way above 500. No, no, but... but, yeah, for me, he's been the most special, the most valuable. That's that's what I'm going with this season. Trey, do you have Luca as well, one month in? Uh, I have him as most outstanding player. Okay. Oh, M.O.P. Yeah, M.O.P. because, like you're saying, he what he's doing is incredible on the offensive end, and he is the Mavericks offense. And it's going to be much like James Harden 
during his Houston tenure where he is always going to be a top three MVP candidate because the stats are always going to be amazing. And I think he would be an absolute lock for MVP right now if he hit like two game winners. <laughs> you know, because the, the Mavs then would be 10 and four. Lucas just missed a couple of clutch shots uh, that could have gave him a couple of wins here. So I think that would put him ahead. But I got Jason Tatum as MVP at the one month uh, mark right here. 31 a game, seven rebounds, four assists. The Celtics are the best team in the league, almost on both ends of the court. I think Tatum has improved this year. He's added a floater. His playmaking is nice. And he's really Ding up as well. So yeah. I think uh, combining the team success and the fact that Tatum, like, he's close to the league lead in scoring right now, and he is the Celtics' best player by far. He's my MVP right now. Yeah. Nice. I think, you know, as great as it is with Shea's hot start, and you could throw John Morant in there and, like, these sort of fringe MVP guys, one month in, it's one of three guys. You're picking Luka, you're picking Tatum, Trey, or maybe Giannis, who is still a 30-12 and 12 guy, five and a half assists, a little bit of defense. Incredibly having a bad, efficient year in terms of shooting the balls, effective field goal percentage, 53%, which is his lowest it's been for him since his third season in the league. But he also leads the league in defensive rating and surprisingly is tied with Luka in usage percentage. So obviously a ton going through Giannis. So it's one of these three guys. I think it is Tatum right now. I, I, I you know, they're 12-3, and three, the Celtics are. Two of their losses were in overtime to the Cavaliers. And then they lost to the weekday Bulls when that was a thing and they couldn't lose during the weekday. So, like, that's it. Um, 31-7-4. You went through it all. The percentages there, the efficiency. It, and those are the numbers when you include two sort of semi-quiet games from Tatum this last week against OKC and Atlanta. But he's getting to the free throw line more. And he just sort of looks like he's figured it all out, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. which is scary. But I'm not angry with a Luka pick, a Tatum, or a Giannis, if you even want to still make the case for them. And then there's, like, the fringe guys, the what about these guys. Yeah, that's fine. I, I think it is a little uh, kind of disrespectful to a guy like Kevin Durant where, yeah, his team is 7-9, and nine, but he's basically got the exact same numbers as, as you just said. He's, he's nearly 31-6-5. and five. But if he had a competent number two and he didn't have five guys defending him at all times, they would be 10-6. and six. And well, things would be different. Well, you could say the same for Curry then too, right? In yeah. This oh, yeah. Well, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Durant and Curry are definitely the same. Well, Curry has better numbers yeah. Yeah. than his MVP unanimous MVP season. <laughs> so it's yeah. it's all a matter of preference. Right now, I'm taking the guy who's the offense is is Luca. But at the end of the season, uh, I'll probably be more in the wins category. I, I feel like I, I'm going to go up the standings. So I'm going to look up the standings. But yeah, even Luca. I mean, it's Christian Wood and Spencer Dinwoody supporting him, but that also can benefit mm-hmm. uh, voters when they look at it. And Giannis has missed a few games. If you want to split hairs, oh, we're splitting them. But uh, I think there's, a, there, I think legitimately a lot of candidates here, especially if they all finish above 500. Right now. Durant and, and Curry, you can't give it to them because they're below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. All right, let's keep it going here. One month in, most improved. Trey, you get us started. Who gets your nod? I don't know if I want to say this. <laughs> Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's where this Morant award's vote. going. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. There are two choices, honestly, for me in this one. It's either Shea Gilgis Alexander getting the same vote as John Moran. It's like you're not the MVP. But we're giving you something, uh, and he's certainly earned it there. The other guy would be Lowry Markkinen, who is a completely different player, yeah. and I think has legitimately improved. I think the thing with SGA is, like, he's just ready to go, man. And he's been playing half seasons the past couple of years. He's got the best Thunder team around him that he's had, and he is on fire right now. But I think Markkinen 
looks like a completely different player. His Chicago stint was a disaster. He didn't do much except for one, literally one month. Cleveland, a little bit better, but kind of still just a stand-around guy. Now he's all over the court, contributing defensively as well, scoring inside. And the Jazz has been one of the better stories of the first month of the season. So, I don't know. If you want the traditional case, I think it's Lowry. If you want the new school case, which seems to be the way the MB, uh, the MIP is going, I think it's Shea. I'm with you. The, the weird thing is there's another guy in that sort of Shea category who's gone from good to great. It's Donovan Mitchell in terms of numbers. Like, he's gone from star to superstar numbers uh mm-hmm. what he's doing now basically the same sort of jump like a six points per game jump uh but i it's different in that donovan mitchell has been a star for a while yeah. and shea has not yeah i uh yeah it's all it's all how you go so you're right like the marketing or you can even throw sort of a kevin herter into that category he has made a big jump uh from atlanta to sacramento and then you can go deep guys who were not a factor in the NBA whatsoever. I think of it as like the Christian Wood Award when he was a fringe NBA player, then became a monster in Detroit and got some most improved uh, uh, votes. Bull Bull is that guy for yeah, me right yeah, now good one. in Orlando. Legitimate. Uh, it, yeah. 15 years ago, the way they did MIP, it's Bull Bull. But nowadays, it's like, yeah, make that jump to be an all-star, be maybe even in the MVP conversation, like Trey was saying. And it would go to like a, a Shea or then a step down like a Lowry Markkinen, or even like a Desmond Bain, mm-hmm. who I think John Morant gave the MIP trophy to last year. Anyway, <laughs> right. it gets confusing. But yeah, right. Bull Bull, 13-8, and eight, two blocks per game, shooting 62% from the field, 40% from three. This guy, you know, not on a ton of attempts, but only 25 minutes per game, too. Mm-hmm. So, And yeah. he's like top five in blocks per game, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's awesome. He he's, he's literally good right now. You want another old school case? How about comeback player of the year? Remember that old award they used yeah. to have? Michael Porter Jr., I think, would be the guy. 17 a game. He finally dipped under 50% from three. He is money, and it makes the Nuggets look kind of unguardable the way he's been playing. Yep. Dennis Smith Jr. could be in that category as well. Comeback player from the fringes of the NBA to in rotations and, and playing pretty well. And Tyrese Maxey was people's pick before the season, and he has gotten better, although it's really flying under the radar. Yeah. You know, he was 17 and a half last year to 23 this year on uh, really good percentages, improved percentages, 63% true shooting, which is uh, real, real solid. And the defense is there. He's he's growing, but he probably won't win it. There's there's too many other categories. But it, the, the whole Shea thing, if he doesn't – like right now, he wouldn't win MVP. It's just unlikely. He'd get – He'd get the bone thrown I mean, to him I here. So. He has increased his scoring average by like eight points here. Yeah. He's shooting 55% from the floor, career high, and he's playing defense, and he's hitting game winners. And like, yeah, it's it's like not a knock. I mean, he would get MIP right now. Um, the only other Tyrese I'd throw in is Halliburton. Probably will get some love. Yeah. I mean, his numbers are there, and they're winning the Pacers, uh, <laughs> surprisingly. Surprise. He's averaging 21 points per game, 10.5 assists. He leads the league in assists and 4.5 rebounds. So those are damn good numbers. I mean, he was putting up similar numbers when he came over to the Pacers in the trade last year, but even that's bumped up yeah, as a lead guy. It's wild that he's more efficient as a lead guy. It was a question. Is this a mirage of Tyrese yeah, Halliburton yeah, yeah. with the Pacers in terms of how efficient? And then you got deeper guys like Trey Murphy the Third's gotten better. Santi Aldama's <laughs> gotten better. There's, there's, there's good players. Even another sicko report, honoree, Alperin Shengun. Yep. They're young. They're young. These are young guys I'm talking about, but Shengun's averaging 16 per. That's he's a bucket. That's a wild. That's a wild number. One month in, sixth man of the year, coming off the pine. <laughs> Who 
Who are you giving it to? Mm. Who are your noms? Uh, I, I went with Benedict Mathurin. He, I'll, I'll, I'll start with him. He's like a starter for the Indiana Pacers, really. Um, but right now, the numbers are, are dumb. Um, you know, 20 points. He's shooting 45% from three to get to those 20 points per game off the bench. But, uh, you know, I say he's a starter, but he's only playing 28 minutes. Not like quite starter minutes, but it, it feels like he is a starter because he finishes games. Yeah, playing within himself. I went the easy route and just went with the guy who's scoring the most <laughs> off the bench. I mean, 20 uh, points smart. per game off yeah. the bench is yeah. no slouch. But there's other guys like Christian Wood uh, would probably be in this category as well. Uh, and, you know, if you go further down the list, I don't want to say Kevin Love, but uh, Kevin Love is wow. probably. I thought you would start with Kevin Love, if I'm being honest. Why? We he's... know you love the Cavs. You know we, love, <laughs> you, we know you love the Cavs bench. And he's like, his per 36-minute numbers are just insane. He's like a 20-13-5 guy on a ton of attempts, three-point attempts. This is per 36, obviously, because he doesn't play uh, heavy, heavy minutes, but he contributes when he's in there. Yeah, per 36, it's he would be playing more if he could, but it, I think he's in a perfect role. He's only averaging 11 per game. Mathurin just so much more of an impact for me. It's funny that they're on like opposite ends of the spectrum career-wise. We're talking about a rookie <laughs> who you said uh, the only sixth man to ever win ben as a Gordon. rookie, Ben Gordon, and then Kevin Love is like sort of in the twilight of his career, but still contributing off the bench for a team in Cleveland that's winning some games. Uh, where are you going? Uh, I think Matherin and Wood are my top two candidates, but the guy I would most want to give it to is Jose Alvarado because mm. he's the most fun bench player in the league, and the game completely changes when he comes in. You might argue that, yeah, he's ninth in minutes per game for the Pelicans. Is he even their sixth man? I think he is their sixth man because of the energy. The stats aren't crazy right yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. it's not about the stats with him it's about the tude yeah. and uh when he's in and they're playing at home the pelicans feel unbeatable <laughs> just because the smoothie king center is blended up like crazy down there <laughs> they're mixing in all kinds of protein powder when jose alvarado's in so i don't think he'll be a realistic candidate as the year goes on but that dude is awesome to watch off the bench yep. it is wild when you said that he's ninth in minutes on the team, surprising because he feels like their sixth man. And mm-hmm. when Willie Green needs energy, which is what you think of as a sixth mm-hmm. man, what you think of, in, if there was a definition for this award, the guy who comes in, provides energy, provides a spark, provides a change in pace, that's exactly what Jose Alvarado is. And he's one game, literally one games for them. But I think Mathurin, yeah, test, yeah. just does does a little bit more uh, because he plays a ton and he should be in the starting line. That's what that's what I was going to say. It'll be interesting to see if Rick Carlisle continues to keep him coming off the bench. Do they want him to have a chance at winning this award for whatever reason or will he just start starting games because of injury or just because they're switching things up because he's a talent. I mean, his shooting splits are unreal for a rookie. 46 from the floor, 45 and a half from 3 and then 83 at the line. That's a rook, young young rook at that. Um, impressive. With Buddy Heald on that roster, I don't think they they do it because yeah. Buddy on the bench, his, one of his nicknames is not Buddy Bench, and there's a reason for that because <laughs> yeah. when he was in Sacramento, it did not work out. Right, right, right. He got feisty, and <laughs> they want to trade him. It feels right. like so unless he gets moved, moved. then then things will change yeah. around there. Uh, yeah, one, two, three feels like in some order: Benedict Matherin, Christian Wood, and, and Kevin Love. I love the Alvarado shutout. Some honorable mentions to a bunch of other guys with B's in their name. I think Brogdon has played well. Bones Highland, mm-hmm. been really solid for the Nuggets off the bench. Bobby Portis, really good for the Bucks, And Chris Boucher. There's four B's for you right there. <laughs> Brogdon, Bones, Bobby, Boucher. Sounds like sort of like a... There's a start to like a good bar there. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah check back in a little bit yeah, later. Yeah. We'll finish it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but all four of those guys have been contributing yeah. off the bench. Yeah. Okay, uh, R.I.P. to Offset. It's got some. It's got some Migos vibes. Yeah, take so off. Yeah, yeah. Take I'm sorry. Yeah. Take off. Uh, one month in, rookie of the year. This one shouldn't take long. I'm. You're making a case for two guys. Okay, go ahead. Boncaro is the rookie of the year. Uh, I think the race is almost over, to be quite honest. He's 19th in the league in scoring. He's tied with Zion, so, I mean, call it 20th if you want. But he's, like, a top 15 guy in drawing fouls already. That's crazy for a rookie to be drawing that many fouls. But the way he plays and the attempts he gets, he's going to lead all rookies in scoring. And he's got such a sturdy build that it doesn't seem to me like he's going to tail off as the season goes on with regards to fatigue and that kind of thing. I mean, we'll see. Changing to an 82-game schedule, certainly a concern, but the shots will continue to be there for Boncaro. But Matherin, I think, is at least making it a run, and I think he maybe even passed uh, Boncaro on the NBA.com rookie ladder recently because he's been awesome. Uh, It's very weird, though. You go back and look at the Ben Gordon season. He won sixth man of the year, didn't win rookie of the year. So it can happen. (laughs) It could happen, yeah. Okafor got it that year. Oh, you love Okafor. (laughs) He got his jersey. (laughs) Uh, Go back to a podcast, me and Tass arguing. He'll be saying Emeka Okafor's got to be the guy. I'm telling no, it's Ben Gordon, rookie of the year. Uh, Yeah, good pick. Okafor over Dwight. I love it. Um, Anyway, the the thing with Boncaro is the injury. I mean, he's missing some time. uh, But I, I guess... Voters want to see both guys starting. To I, I guess you just don't want to give a guy rookie of the year if he's coming off the bench. <laughs> I mean, huh. when you see a when you see a guy like Boncaro, who is the offense? He really is the offense yeah. of the Orlando Magic. Uh, it's a good call that he is physically ready for the NBA. Probably not a dip coming, and ridiculously uh, efficient at this point. Guy's putting up 23 per. Yeah. Uh, so I don't see him going anywhere as well. I mean, he's missed four games here. Yeah. Like, he's winning this thing as long as he plays, you know, 65-plus games, I guess. Sure. I, I think he's running away with it. A little love to third place. Jaden Ivey, I think, would be coming in there for, for the Pistons. I think the numbers are pretty decent. He's gotten more opportunity with Cade, obviously, missing some games too. But no one else, like, jumping out at me from uh, from the rookie class to at least even, like, include with those two guys in Bancaro and Matherin. No, you're not, you're Shout not feeling... Shout out to Keegan. Uh, yeah, I, got, I had Murray ahead of Jaden Ivey. Eh, okay, okay. But I, I, I agree. I think there's a top yeah, two right yeah. now, and then those two are fighting for third. Okay. Uh, our final one here. Defense. Defense. <laughs> uh, who do you got for defensive player of the year? Who wants to get a start? Give me Brooke. Yeah, uh, okay, okay. I'm feeling the Brooke vibes. I don't care if it's a little Marcus Canby feel, the guy who's leading the league in blocks. Give it to him, man. Uh, he deserves it. Uh, it's the best defense in the league by far. The Bucks yeah. are way ahead uh, of the second-place team. And if you look at the, the shot selection of the opposing teams, it – they don't want to go near the rim uh, with uh, Brook in the lane. Opponents taking just 21% of their shots at the rim, the lowest in the league. So that's just uh, – th- I, 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 I find it really, really, really hard to evaluate defense with numbers, but that one's a good one. He the, he is a huge deterrent, and even though you look at him and you just think he's a giant, you just, just watch him and how nimble he is when he gets into the drop coverage, and he's, he's the guy that a, a player is going to try and hunt down. Uh, he he gets down, he gets bent over Brook, and he's he's ready to pounce. He is so good, and he is such a deterrent. And the numbers, you know, I know he leads the league in blocks, but it, it's 
it's really just a feel thing. And Giannis got it a few years ago with the Bucks, and the yeah. debate was who's better, Brook or Giannis. And uh, I think you can go with Brook now because he's he's kind of their defense to me. Oh my god, he's incredible. Remember when Boban was like selling that big blanket? No, <laughs> no, I don't remember. Nah, that was a thing. I think the company Boban was called Big, big Blanket, Blanket Company, and it was like, uh, you know, they were using Boban Marjanovic as their spokesman because they're like, look at the size of this blanket. This is a big it blanket. Works. Oh, it's huge. <laughs> this thing is. It's absolutely. It lives huge. up to the hype. Well, guess what? That's Brooke Lopez right now. Drop coverage, Brooke Lopez. You said it all. I mean, he just like takes care of everything at the rim, leading the league in blocks. He's a giant blanket, is what I'm getting at here. So uh, he's getting my defensive player of the year so far. Yeah, sure. You want to make a case for Giannis on that great Bucks team? Drew Holiday even on the perimeter? Yeah, but let's give Brooks some love. I was wrong about this award in our preseason predictions, by the way. I remember telling you guys, there's only four guys that can win this thing. That's it. Draymond Green, Gobert, Giannis. Okay, maybe I'm right about Giannis still. And then Bam, I guess. Bam Adebayo is still a, a potential name. He's got to be an honorable mention. But uh, no, there's some other guys in the mix here. Brooke being one, and I think OG Ananobi as well, but... Who do you have for your DPOI there, TK? It's a sweep, baby. Going Brooke. Brooke Lopez. Yeah, for sure. You don't like the numbers, but here's a number you can like. 13 games for Brooke Lopez last year. The Bucks finished with the 14th best defense in the league. He's back in their first. Jesus. <laughs> That's all you need. That's yeah. all you need to know. They're the best defense because they have two awesome seven-footers. And now that they have both of them back, it's really tough to score on the Bucks. And, I mean, honestly, we're talking defense right now, but Brooks' offense is incredible right now. So, good to see him back healthy uh, for Milwaukee. Yep. And Jared Allen should be in the mix as well. He'll <laughs> he'll, he'll get some votes, uh, even though he's a little banged up. But Cavs' defense is going to be top five when all is said and done, I think. Mikhail Bridges always has to be on in the mix here, too, at least for a perimeter defender. And then OG, I mean, he does lead the league in, steal, in steals with two and a half per game. He's fifth in total deflections recovers more loose balls than anyone not named John Morant. So that guy, he's turned into like a mini Kawhi uh, for the Raptors' uh, defense. So Bridges and, and OG, um, they're, they're going to be on a lot of people's lists right now, at least one month in as well. But let's hear from you out there. Who you got for those five awards? What you got? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, look at that. that. That's a big blanket. I actually think big blanket could be a, a slightly catchy nickname. For Brooke Lopez. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you don't but, hear but, Splash Mountain as much, but I think people will get behind the Big Blanket. <laughs> <laughs> big Blanket Splash Mountain. Where the... <laughs> you imagine, could you ride... Could you... Would they allow you on a roller coaster with a Big Blanket on you? No chance. <laughs> no, you'd have to be, be... dangerous. Yeah, it'd be you, potential parachute effect. You're yeah. holding your Big Blanket. Oh, you could just... Unfortunately, it pulls you... Oh, no! Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, You need the, no the Hug Sleep Blanket. Have you seen that blanket? It's like a basically you get in it like a sleeping bag sort yeah. of thing. It was on Shark Tank. It's it's like ever Cuban endorsed like a it. Snuggy base. Remember those? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but That's this one this one's was. tighter. This one's like oh, oh, it feels like someone's hugging. Oh, it's hugging like you're you. a baby. Like you're being yeah. uh, you're swaddled. <laughs> swaddled. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I feel I don't like it. Like a loser right now. You want? Huh. You guys are just talk? dropping like blanket <laughs> recommendations, no problem. And I haven't seen a cool blanket in years. Like, weighted, weighted blanket. I know. I talked about weighted blankets a year ago. They're yeah. passe now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I hate them. We need weightless blankets. Weightless blankets. <laughs> you put it on, you float. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, worst of the week nominees and so much more. Don't go anywhere. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Matt Bonner and Matt Austin remaking Twins. <laughs> is this good? Oh, put it up to the Is This Good Instagram account. That is, that is gold, Jerome. Great stuff here. I've also uh, done the full zip 
We're going to switch it up, guys. I'm like nice. a hug sleep blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're ready for the World Cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a soccer hooligan look right here. Uh, yeah, 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 it reduces the neck, just like that, that Twins Photoshop. No necks, just like the USA team there. Right. They have that photo going around. Zero necks yeah. for the mats. Uh, let's get to worst of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst of the week. It's the best time of the week. I will give you four nominees. You tell me what's worthy of being called Worst of the Week. You all at home on YouTube in the stream team. You guys here in the studio. Okay. All right. First nominee. Watching the Clippers game in a new mode. It's called Court Vision Mode. And I'll show it to you if you're watching on YouTube here. We've got a clip. I'll explain it. So Court Vision is this viewing experience that's littered with numbers on the screen. As the ball handler is penetrating or whatever the number changes it's basically real-time shot probability so we're watching reggie jackson go from like 35 percent beyond the three-point line then he penetrates then it's down to 40 percent or it's up to 40 percent 45 percent or whatever it's way too many numbers <laughs> you don't like this no 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 so yeah he like the play it's just the, the ball handler so they've reduced it to just the ball handler the guy who could shoot the number is on his head if he passes it it's on his head <laughs> uh, it's it's a hat I, and then they also have a an odd little graphic in the corner like you're playing mario kart it basically shows yeah. you where the five players are on the floor. I don't yeah. mind that. But who, get, why well, would you ever look at a map of the players? Yeah. <laughs> Let me yeah. see where he's standing. Instead when of, I uh, can just look at the... Look at where he's standing. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't <laughs> nah, make sense. you're right. Uh, but I'll, I'll, give it, I'll give it to the Clippers. It, this, is, uh, this is all Steve Ballmer. It's, it's not just the court vision option that they have. Uh, they've kind of cut out the middleman. They've, they've given all of these options including like a baller vision which is sort of like the manning cast of of the clippers they just had like last night they had on quentin richardson and darius miles oh. chatting while you watch the game There's... i thought you said balmer no vision, i know we just watched balmer going <laughs> yeah just him reacting to anything grabbing people's yeah i would sign up for like that, that. Yeah. he definitely He's comes baller. on baller vision okay and i'm sure they've said balmer vision before uh, but yeah they've, they've had a bunch <laughs> of games like, he's always doing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> Why, like, who reacts like that to a game? I find that part weird. But anyway. He's super he's pumped. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what, do, what do you think about specifically, not Balmer Vision, not Baller Vision, but the court the, vision? The, yeah, the court vision mode. Um, yeah, you're right. It's a lot. It's, it's changing almost too much. It makes you just want to yell, shoot it, anytime it gets like to a number that you feel good about. Over yeah. 50. Shoot, shoot it! it! Shoot it! Yeah, over 50. Right. It's like the number isn't all that drastic either. Yeah, it's like, like a 36 to 38%. Yeah, it's all like, whoa, you didn't shoot it when you're at 47, you know? Yeah. Uh, the thing I most dislike about court vision is that it's the default when you turn on a Clippers game. Yeah. We've talked about yeah. this, yep. um, that you get the like you get the road feed a lot right now. If you turn on specifically the Clippers, you get court vision right away. Then you click into streams, and they have like 13 options yeah, for a yeah. Clippers game. Now, that's too much for me. Uh, it's too much. Start me with the basics. So they're trying to push the you humans. into court vision because yeah. they want you to see it. And then yeah. you're like, oh, what the hell it is gives, this? It gives you options. You yeah. can just go back to standard mode. Uh, definitely, which is, uh, I think, just called basketball. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, next one here is it's a terrible, terrible tech foul call on Jason Tatum. Now, he was guarding Alexei Pokashevsky 
of the Thunder. He pushed Pokashevsky. He was called for the foul, and then he clapped, and then he was called wow. for a tech foul. So he was confused. <laughs> Look how shocked he is. Yeah, yeah. the shocked. most shocked he's ever been. And you remember uh, in that Durant Bleacher Report article this week where he said he doesn't go out during the season? He's not lying uh, because he called it out immediately on Twitter. He said, whoa, that's the worst foul call I've ever seen. We've got the tweet there, JD. I was just flying through it, JD. And so Jason, he, like, Kevin Durant literally doesn't go out because he was watching Boston OKC on a Monday night. I was, I was, I was bouncing around. I was looking at the schedule, like, isn't there another game he could be watching? A better game? But no, Kevin Durant. As I, he's he's just as much of a ball watcher as me. I was watching. I see this Kevin Durant tweet come through. He just like that. He called it the worst tech he's ever seen. It's up there. And uh, the league rescinded the call. Pretty quickly. Uh, was, I guess that night or the day after. It was just, just a clap. The one, the one clap. And then the turn away and whatever he said, he didn't, wasn't directed at the, the official there. No. I, mean, he, I, I don't know what he said. He mouthed something. Did he just drop an F-bomb? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I but, don't know. Yeah. It's like... Uh, wasn't deserving we'll, of a tech. No, we'll get, to, we'll get to another one where the officials think they hear something, but... Just close your ears. Well, their, 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 their whole <laughs> thing is don't show, don't show me up yeah. either. Like yeah, that. but the, but the but tech, not that it was, but yeah, the t- uh, the the tech seemed to be for the words coming out of his mouth. Yeah. The, the, uh, I thought it was for the clap because yeah. it's very similar to Spencer Dinwiddie's technical where he said Tony Brothers was talk trash trash talking him afterwards. He's like, all I did was a loud clap. If you've seen me when I get frustrated, I do a loud clap. The yeah. problem is that the NBA instituted this uh, respect for the game rules <laughs> ahead of the season. No clapping. Taking it too far. Well, moving on to the, that one I referenced, another appalling tech call. This one on Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young scores on Javon Carter okay. in the post. He does the classic too small. It's now the classic move in the NBA. You're too small for me. And he gets whistled immediately and he throws up his hands. What is going on? Why are you giving me a tech call for saying he is too small? It's confusing. It is confusing. Uh, Bill Kennedy immediately gave him a whistle. Apparently he thought he heard something. But anyway, Trey Kirby tweeted about it. Uh, he threw up the, the video of it and the Trey Young responded and said, Make it make sense, Trey Kirby. And and, and Trey, Trey Young offered some further insight. He said, he thought I said, call the f***ing foul. Mm. So Trey giving, giving us the insight as to what happened when he did the too small and Bill Kennedy whistled him. And then our Trey Kirby threw up a, uh, a Bill Kennedy photo. Uh, <laughs> the, the classic. That's the Bill cl- when he hears the F word. <laughs> uh, Excuse me? So, so it was that's more a weird for one. what Bill Kennedy thought Trey Young said, thought, not the actual thought he said because he didn't say that. Because the the too small gesture that he dropped was very um, quite subtle. Subtle, yeah. That's the to best. Some one. of them, yeah, that some we of them, like, everybody stopping the game and like, yeah. But he's just doing it on the way back. But yeah, I guess it's he thought he said something. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, Trey revealed himself in that second tweet. He said the f word. That's mm. really why this one hasn't been rescinded. But it looked crazy because I posted this on whatever – it was the day after the game. And then later that night, it was Patrick Beverly versus Jose Alvarado. And they were, like, two-smalling each other every time down the court. And everyone's like, 
what's going on here? Yeah. We should be allowed to tell people when they're smaller than us. So he did say the F word. Well, I mean, he says Bill Kennedy he's probably thinks he's he effing too small yeah, or something. Yeah, he's too fucking small. Yeah. Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it you should similar. maybe be teched up uh, or get given a technical if it's just not facts. Carter and Trey Carter's Young, bigger. I believe, are the same size. Yeah, yeah he's 6'1 on basketball reference, but yeah. So can you, like... Do we have to put a rule in that if you are actually smaller than the person you score on, you can't say too small? <laughs> I'm okay I mean, with that. I, I don't know. I mean, isn't he just saying you got to put an even bigger guy on me? Yeah. I play bigger than you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so you did shoot a fadeaway, though. That also complicates it a little <laughs> with regards to the too small, but that's a completely different scenario situation, <laughs> right? We're talking about when it's appropriate to too small versus – when it's appropriate to give it a technical, and this was not an appropriate time. Mm -hmm. Bill. Uh, Bill. Uh, And we don't want to go the no fun league route. As you said, there's a a memo out there, respect the game, respect the officials, but that's why we love the NBA. I mean, we've cut out the big testicles dance. Fine. That's true. But that's as far as we'll go. We can't cut out every celebration (laughs) for these guys. It's just fun out there. Anyway. I uh, like this in the the stream team from Four Morning Poops. I'd like a too slow where the player runs back in slow motion. (laughs) That's a galaxy brain right there. Like you burn somebody and then you're just slow motion for me. (laughs) But then you're getting back the other other way. It's tough. tough, But there's something there. It was like uh, Denny Avdia the other (laughs) night scored in the paint. Tough basket. And he's lying on the ground flexing. Continued to flex while the other, I forget who it was. The other team went the other way. Like five on three, scored. Whoops. I guess it was a Thunder game. Yeah. Very funny stuff. All right. Final nominee here for worst of the week. On a night the Warriors were celebrating the old TMC dudes, the run TMC dudes with the old school jerseys, and Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and Chris Mullen on the call. Hardaway used an unfortunate word choice while describing a play. Listen. So y'all thought that was great D. I thought that was just raping him. <laughs> I think well, he came down it, it could have went either way. Yeah. I think it you should have called the police on that. Yeah, so Tim Hardaway at the end of the broadcast did apologize uh, very quickly. There you go. That's how you apologize. Exactly. That's how you do it. Did it? Done. What did you think of that broadcast? Just uh, not that particular choice of words, but uh, them, Run TMC, doing it. I know uh, Trey listened. I did not listen. I, I will. You didn't I will not. One? I will not fabricate. Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't listening what did you to think? those dudes. Yeah. So it's just those three on the call, yeah, right? Yeah. It's. I didn't hate it. Like it's. It's strange that like Mitch Richmond was doing play by play. Like maybe <laughs> there should be somebody whose job it is to handle the play by play stuff. But you could tell that like Chris Mullen has done media work the way he was yeah. getting everybody involved and asking them questions yeah. as well. I liked. Uh, Tom Tolbert was on the sideline as their guy. <laughs> so I do like the idea of, like, we're going to bring back a bunch of legends from a famous era from our team, put them on the broadcast. They probably just need a little bit of support to keep it smooth and running because that's a hard thing to do. Call play-by-play oh. play just out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I, th- I, I thought it was an interesting idea. Obviously, this with Tim Hardaway didn't go very well. But no. in general, I thought the, the broadcast was – Interesting, at least, and something I would try again with other teams. All right. There you go. There it is. So who gets worst of the week? Is that the real question? We're putting it to the people? Yeah, let's put it to the people. You've got your four nominees. You've got Tatum. Or, I'm sorry, the referees. Yeah. That, that one, John Goble, if we're going to call out the <laughs> referees' names. Uh, but the official calling Tatum for the tech, the official calling Trey for the tech, as well as uh, the, the run TMC, Tim Hardaway specifically there. And... Yeah, the, and the stats, court, the court you vision. nerds. Too much, too much. 
I love baseball. I watch baseball on the Apple TV broadcast. They have the uh, the hit probability on every single pitch. It's just it's a it's too much. Baseball, there's more room at least on the screen. Yeah, this yeah. is on the court, like on the field of play. Here. Yeah, it's yeah. too much. Okay. It's too much. Well, let's but anyway. hear from you guys out there. Who's your worst of the week? Let's get to our pick'em results from last night. Yeah, the Kings, baby, light it up. They covered easily, favored by seven and a half. They won by 18. Win for me, TK. I missed you. I missed you on the winning side, man. You dumb. went with the Spurs. Sorry, man. Uh, so I'm nine and three. This is like one of the best months I've ever had when it comes to pick them. Uh, you, uh, Tass, are three and nine, one of your worst months. And then Trey is the uh, even Steven here at six and six now. So what's tonight's game? Yeah, I went with uh, another large line, the Memphis Grizzlies at home to the Hot Thunder. You'd think that Shea's going to keep it close. But the line is six and a half okay, for the Memphis okay. Grizzlies. So uh, I'm digging in. I think John Morant take this personally. Oh, this guy, this guy coming to take my thunder, pun intended. Oh, this uh, guy taking my seat at the MVP table. Right, That's right, what she right. was trying to do. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so Ja, I think we'll go get him. Six and a half. But you guys think the thunder at least keep it close while I'll take ah. Memphis at home. We're back together, Trey. That's why I picked it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, marquee have... matchup. I think it's a, it's a, it really is, seems like a toss-up of a game to me with how well uh, the Thunder have been playing, and you know, no Desmond Bain certainly hurts the Grizzlies. Uh, but I felt like such a fool waking up and seeing the final score this morning yeah. that the Kings, the Kings covered easily when I could have just stayed with Skeetsy. <laughs> I'm Run hot with right Skeetsy. now, man. I'm hot I know, right I know, I know. You gotta stick with me. Right. Uh, so there it is. There's our picks for tonight. Tass taking the Grizzlies. Uh, Trey and I think the Thunder can at least keep it close enough and uh, cover that six and a half point spread. Okay, time for a new segment. It's called the Pickle Report. <laughs> Didn't even know this was a thing we had. No wonder Jeannie's so stressed out this morning. Look, he's working on the Pickle Report all last night. Look at that. Presented by Next Evo. So what is this, JD? Yeah, great question. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've heard, but pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America. Have you I, heard this? I've heard uh, this. Uh, yeah, uh, I've heard uh, such a thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I've heard it bandied about anyways that it's uh, the fastest growing sport in America. I'll tell you this, though. It's the fastest growing sport in this house. Rachel's been playing pickleball six days a week, three hours a day. What? Yeah. last wow. But last week she came down with the respiratory uh, thing, so she hasn't been able to play. Mm. Oh. Uh, and she's been insufferable, to be honest, because <laughs> she's addicted to pickleball. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I got to get out there. I got to get back on the court. I got to get it back out of the kitchen, in the kitchen, <laughs> but out of the kitchen. I gotta get out in the real kitchen, and uh, then near the fake kitchen. That's the right. Court. That's right. Uh, anyway, this is our pickleball report, our pickle report. <laughs> Why are we doing a pickleball segment? That's a, a great question. Uh, frankly, it's because Next Evo asked us to. <laughs> yeah, and you play, so it just yeah, felt that's fairly what natural. Yeah, that's exactly right. They went to the athletic. They said, "Hey." Do you have any pickleball podcasts? They said, no, we do not. But uh, the least popular guy on our basketball podcast has played a few times. His wife yeah, is that's what I said. With that's, that's right. That's actually what I said in Slack. <clears throat> the least popular guy on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's. I'm, I'm definitely the least popular well, yeah. guy on this podcast. You're not on the camera. I'm on the camera right now. Tess. You are, Jake. <laughs> controls. You got me. Uh, anyways, so here we are. Uh, am I qualified to talk about pickleball? 
Define qualified. <laughs> I've been doing a basketball podcast since 2006. <laughs> Definitely not qualified for that. But, uh, but anyway. Well, so hold on. You've played pickleball way more than any of us. Yeah. I, think, I think I'm the only other one that's even played. And I've only played once. Uh, I, have you guys? Oh, I played all, a oh, lot. Oh, I and mean, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, <laughs> back in what day? When, when was pickleball invented? Uh, like that's... in the 60s. I, it, this oh. was like a, a gym sport for yeah. us in yeah. middle school and high school. If it okay. rained or snowed unexpectedly. We're pickling, baby. <laughs> hey, I'm watching. I'm watching. You're going some... down, Heather Hoffman. <laughs> I, the '60s, huh? And now it's just taken off. Yeah. Wow. I I like it coming from a real player, a real person, a real player, JD. Because I don't like all these celebrities talking about no. pickleball. There's way too much of that. Doesn't feel real. Doesn't feel genuine at all. They don't seem like they really love the game like you and Rachel. Do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Has has LeBron ever played pickleball? Do you he think? says he has. Yeah. Has he? Yeah, at his uh, his mansion in um, where was it? Uh, I forget. Beverly Hills. No. Nah. Cabo. Cabo. Yeah, Cabo. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Oh, okay. Right. So he's yeah, got a pickleball. Court. I think so. Yeah. Do you think it? But is it a tennis court that he's just sort of sandwiched oh, in a pickleball be, court? Right? You think he has a specific pickleball court? Seems, I guess he would probably have the room. LeBron doesn't likely. play pickleball. No way. Okay. He saw he saw somebody playing. I think by his. His property at Cabo, and then he bought a team. But I just mean there's others. There's other celebrities who are there's celebrity tournaments and a lot of charity tournaments yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. They barely know what the kitchen is. They don't know. It. They, don't, they don't know the game like you and Rachel do. Know what JD. a firefight is? Do you guys know what, what the heck is a firefight? That's when the ball's not. It suddenly you know it's dink. Oh, it's dink, and then a dink. firefight and then no no uh, bouncing is just going back and forth. It's like super fast. Four it's people at the net, fun. basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it's just gang, 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 gang. <laughs> oh, it's so. Does exciting. anyone scream out? It's a firefight. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. Oh. But I'm gonna do that next time. Firefight. <laughs> uh, what else can I tell you about? Okay, so this is the latest. This is the latest. Okay. Okay. It's cold here in Atlanta. I yes. mean, yes, it is. I. We, we've been living here for nine years. I promised I would never complain about the weather <laughs> because, you know, it was snowing in Toronto this week, too. Yeah. But it was, it's cold this week. And Tass, remember uh, that guy, uh, Pete Fairbanks? Um, Pete Fairbanks. Uh, wild card series. Uh, oh, in baseball. Yes, uh, yes, Tampa yes, Bay yes, yes, Rays, a pitcher. Yep. And he's like, mm, I can't feel my hand. No. I can't feel my oh, hand. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, right? no. Yeah, he came in. And uh, he faced two batters. Yep. Walked them both. Yes. And then the uh, manager came up and said, uh, "What's up, Pete Fairbanks? What's going on, sir?" And you can you can, you can see read his lips, and he says, "I can't feel my hand." Right. Uh, yeah, his fingers were numb. You you thought it was? I thought it was Raynaud's. Right. right. <laughs> Raynaud's. They call it syndrome, but also they call it phenomenon. If you yeah. want people to feel sorry for you, <laughs> it's a syndrome. But. <laughs> So yeah. I I have this, and this was my theory because okay. uh, it was like when I you feel saw... sorry for you. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> well, it's more of a phenomenon. Oh, I don't. Uh, explain <laughs> <laughs> phenomenon. Okay. But uh, but anyways, his hands, his fingers were completely white, and that's sort of the telltale sign. And that's what happened to me playing pickleball the other day. Uh huh. Oh. And it, it's brought on. So this guy's in the the wild the wild card series, yes. right? So that's stressful. He's the pitcher, right? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's on him. And was it in Cleveland? Yeah, it was cold in Cleveland. It was, yeah. cold. It was cold. So the A and B. Yeah. Exactly. So cold for pickleball. I've got my – I can't feel my hands, guys. Wow. So was it the cold? Yes, probably. But also, 
it's new people. Like I'm at a pickleball. I'm not good. I'm terrible. <laughs> but I, it's stressful. Is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the next time I go, <laughs> I'm gonna try one of these babies right here. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh no, he's gonna stress. Hold something up to I'm, not do, I'm not even gonna. I'm not <laughs> even gonna. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> this, this, yeah. For, for is that is your other hand the bad hand? Because you could hold it in that hand. Oh maybe. yeah, this is the this is the right hand. Anyways, yeah, uh, it's the stress CBD complex next Evo. They're chewable, I think. Yeah, they're chewable. <laughs> yeah, it's chewable oh. if you try hard enough. I just gotta, they actually smell really good. Uh, <laughs> next Evo stress. Natural stress CBD complex can help you de-stress. Uh, now they've combined CBD with ashwagandha <laughs> to target stress. Have you ever heard of ashwagandha? I do. I read it on some labels. It's my favorite that time. pickleball player. It's I... my favorite part of uh, the Black Panther. Ashwagandha. <laughs> Have you uh, seen it yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, it's too packed. It's too packed. I, I, you know what? I'm not seeing. I'm not seeing any more Marvel movies in the in the theater. It's gonna be on Disney Plus mm. in a month. Wow, that's true. You it don't want that big screen quickly. experience? Oh, who cares? I got a big screen over there. <laughs> <laughs> My screen's big enough. Thank you very much. I'm an old man. I don't need to. I don't need to go to the theater. And my kids, they don't care. Uh, I'm not going back to the theater until Twins Two drops. Right? <laughs> and I'll be there lined up. There See it is. See my Maddies. Can't wait. <laughs> See my Maddies. No way. I'm not going to theater. I am Ashwagandha. Back to the Ashwagandha. Ashwagandha. Yeah, Ashwagandha. Uh, they, with the CBD, it works together. Yeah. Reduces uh, the, the the hormones like cortisol. That's mm-hmm. what causes the stress. Oh. Which oh, causes the raynodes for me, which yeah. means I can't hold the pickleball paddle. So it's uh, – I'm going to give it a try and I'll report back. Okay. See because it's been cold. So here's the ad part. Sorry, guys. It's an ad. It's not an ad. It's gotcha. A, what, what is this? Uh, it's not an ad. You didn't know that was an ad. It's, uh, you got added. Yeah. <laughs> you just got added. Uh, it's a what is it? It's a it's a promotional activate. Whatever that oh, was. Uh, <laughs> what integration? This is like All right, episode listen. one of the Larry Sanders show. Oh, a garden weasel. For up to twenty five percent off a subscription order of forty dollars or more, use promo code pickle. Hold on, I've got a uh, not that. <laughs> oh, not that. This is incredible. Yeah. This is next. This is next go. level. Wow. Next Whoa. Code oh, pickle. Wow. They specifically asked us to flash code pickle on the screen. So here you go, next Evo. Code pickle. Code pickle. <laughs> is it gonna go away? It's not gonna. Oh, there it goes. Nice. Right. Code pickle. Code pickle. Yeah. That's at nextevo.com. N e x t e v o.com. Promo code pickle. Not no dunks for this one. It's pickle. I think if you just sniff that next Evo, you'll feel better, JD. The, the look on your face when you just put your nose in the uh, container. Mm. Wow. I, can't, well, I wouldn't even know how to begin to describe. It says tropical fruit flavor. You know what? Looks like just, licorice from over here. What do you got? It is a little licorice actually, Taz. Yeah. Oh. Is this part up. of it? Is this part of the ad? Do you have oh, to put man. it in your mouth? No, it's not. I just was curious. Pay us for that. <laughs> this one's free. <laughs> the whole thing was free for us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jesus. That's the pickle that, report. That's a pickle Is that report. how ads work? <laughs> They're free? Pickle report. It's so confusing. All right, what's that running? 12 weeks? Uh, I, uh, well, I don't know. We'll see if we get past today. It's like I was trying to 
running into the ground, so it just goes away. I think they're going to be very happy. Of with course, that. they're going to be. They literally said nothing. They just said they were like, "Hey, do this. Hey, this, what, you want to be cool? Do a thing about. It. Do a pickle report. Like, okay, what? What is it? I don't know. You come up with it. <laughs> no one's done it better. Let's hey, be just, honest. Just no one can do it better. <laughs> throw cold right. pickle up there. Throw cold pickle. So up like, whenever. so so in next week's pickle report, can we just talk about pickles, like actual pickles? No, no, no it's pickleball. Why not specifically? But who <laughs> cares if we put pickle up on the screen? <laughs> as long as it, it like... is code pickle, so maybe I'll uh, run it by them. Pickle. I almost uh, I saw more of those bagged pickles yesterday. I almost sent you a photo See? at a gas station. Why didn't you? Literally at, at a gas station. You're buying you're buying gas station pickles. Gas station pickles. <laughs> I don't know about that. Welcome pickle. to America. Wow. I don't know about that. Oh yeah, they're preserved. Is it? They're not, in water. It, yeah, but is it like juicy and stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah, pickle juice. That's I've never heard in somebody buy pickles at a gas station. I didn't yeah, even know, I know you could do Welcome that. Welcome to this country. They got it all. <laughs> different, different flavors. A lot of different. I flavors. like what ranch. We what do we? What do we Garlic. Talking? I mean, hot stuff. You know. That, uh, okay, all right. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's what well, I didn't buy it yet. I was I was in a rush. Next and pickle report. Tell us how that bag pickle is. Yeah, save it for next week. This mic is going to malfunction. Gas station bag pickle. All right. Well, if you love that ad, you're going to love these ones. We'll be right back. <laughs> Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams, trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, Row or ride at home or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. 
This episode of No Dunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right. All the credit in the world to the stream team for this one, but welcome back to the Vlasic Factory. (laughs) Nailed it, you guys. I believe it was Four Morning Poops and Ziggy. A mashup there. One for the ages. A couple of ad executives. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, Okay. Let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, Tweet of the Night. Wow. Interesting night to have Tweet of the Night. First of all, no NBA games until 10 p.m. Yep. East Coast time. Very few basketball tweets about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Number two, people thought Twitter was coming to an end last night. Oh, it yeah. was almost over. That was it? Yeah. I was At one point, I was like, I might just have to put out a submission here. Send in the last tweet you see. <laughs> might be the last one. <laughs> tweet of the night. The last one we ever saw. Yeah. But turns out Twitter's still around. It's oh, alive. It's still alive. around. So I actually got a couple of tweets of the night for you. I've got one that I think is the funniest tweet I saw last night, and then one is the funniest tweet I saw this morning. Okay. So the first one comes from Lindsay Adler, now covering baseball for the Wall Street Journal, formerly of The Athletic, who tweeted out, here's a photo of the funniest thing I witnessed this calendar year. A woman shazamming Levon by Elton John while Elton John was playing <laughs> Levon live. I think about it every day. So this woman is at an Elton John concert. Shazamming. Shazamming his <laughs> Well, she's—I I mean, I guess in her defense, she's like, "Oh, I like this Elton she John song." She doesn't know the song. What's it called? Yeah, I yes, <laughs> yes, right, right. That is what she's thinking. Yeah, but I will say, in the song Levon, they say Levon <laughs> yes a hundred times. Yes, yes, yes. True, true. Well, Honestly, is it... he shall be Levon. You would hear that, and you would go, "All right, let me check out my essentials here, Elton John." I bet it's Levon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, is it leave on? Like leave on the light? Ellie, that's what she's thinking. Is it two yeah. words? L E A V E on? She wants on? the actual spelling of it. So she's using Shazam at the yeah. concert. Uh, amazing. <laughs> How do you it, spell leave on? <laughs> I do love, I love at first thinking. Oh, I like this song. I wonder who sings this. Because <laughs> that's how I use Shazam usually. Yeah. Uh, but she is at the Elton John concert while he is singing that song. Maybe she thought it was a cover. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who knows? Right. Uh, but a funny tweet and exactly what you got to get out there if you're Lindsay Adler. I also like to include this because we once heard uh, JD do Leave On and Karaoke. Mm. We've karaoke'd a bunch of times together, and yep. I gotta say that that's like one of the top five performances we've ever seen, and <laughs> one of the most memorable. Um, wow. Along with like Lee doing that Robbie Williams song <laughs> where nobody wanted to hear it. Wow, I'm uh, up there with angels. <laughs> I mean, like a classic moment for <laughs> yeah. me. JD, like JD, will I feel like you're gonna lead specifically lead one song a night where you're like, yeah. this is my turn, yeah. my song, yeah. and once you take the mic. Like, I'm on the edge of my seat <laughs> because of how well Levon went that time. I can't stop thinking about it. Um, so, yeah, good tweet all around. Here's your second one. This one's from Noah Garfinkel this morning. You, just after having a baby. I had a baby. It's a boy. Me, just after listening to two NBA podcasts. Got that dog in him. <laughs> you think you can tell when a kid's born if it's got that dog in him? <laughs> no. I'm trying to pass on that information to my kids right now. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to increase the dog in them. Um, So, yeah, just some good tweets, you know. A night night tweet when we thought it was over and Uh, a morning tweet when we saw the dawn had come. Twitter was pretty funny last night. It was pretty funny. uh, With everybody thinking this might be the end. 
Everybody had that dog in him on Twitter last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going Get, for it. Firing all their their Twitters, yep. Twitter tweets. <laughs> <laughs> I even I even dropped a, our classic in memoriam pick for Twitter mm. and the mm. dead rose, where uh, you know Matteo's strumming the guitar and we're all singing behind him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was like, hey, if this is the end, this would be a nice way to go out. <laughs> but we're I, still here. Yeah, I tweeted uh, BAB, C Red. Oh, yeah. And everyone's like, what? The Bulls are back? The Bulls are back? Tom Poor's like, what happened? I was like, if it goes down, I just want to get one last one in. <laughs> just, that's all I'm ending. There I, it I, is. No I, tweets. No tweets. I, uh, I did think about, uh, along the same lines, dropping a Tassie Raptor thumb yep. as the final one if this was the end, but. Yeah, we got a long life ahead of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, great, yeah. great. It's, it's like malls that won't die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's end this drop podcast with some rapid fire fun. Yeah, there's the music. Let's go. I got the questions this week. First one is actually a tweet that was going around over the last I don't know 24 hours. Check out this handcrafted leather satchel for a basketball. Look at this. Look at this hipster bag. For your basketball, this guy's hooping in, you know, a dress shirt and khakis and rings and jewelry and all that. <laughs> People were loving this. Learn more. You know, that was the tweet. Click to learn more. Hell yeah. I bought it right away. <laughs> I got one of these coming. And I'd love to show up with that. Uh, but I want to know, what's the dumbest thing you guys have ever bought online? What do you got, Tess? I got a little show and tell. Okay. What do you got? My, uh, <laughs> my mother-in-law bought this for me, actually. <laughs> okay, this looks good. Yeah, it's, it's dumb. So, oh, is there a light on that? No, I don't no, think it's so. like. Uh, so I'm running in the cold. It's it's warm in here though. Check the pits. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, oh, yeah. so uh, I'm running in the cold, and I don't like the headbands on the headphones. Okay. You know, it's just it really jams the ear the ear holes. The eardrums are feeling it. So this actually has speakers within the headband. Oh my god. So, but you control it from here. <laughs> A little play. So I'm listening. I'm listening to my jams. Oh, volume up as I run. Volume down. Oh no, don't like this jam. Got to move on. And it's it's uh, Bluetooth to your phone. Yeah. Okay. Wow. It's not. It's not. It's not that. It's not that awful. She actually uses it to sleep. Like she'll go to sleep in it and doesn't want her ear pods in her ears. So yeah, there's actually speakers. It's they're sewn into the fabric. Oh, so they're not going in your. No, no, they're just over top. Okay. So you don't have that. (laughs) Was this Levi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let me just say <laughs> Wait, do the, do the controls have to be on the front? Yeah, that's the dumb part. No, they don't have. Oh, I guess because of where the ear holes are. It has to be at the back. The speakers or the front. are here. Yeah. I, I don't. I, this is my first time putting it on, so there's a chance it goes on the back, but <laughs> well, that yeah. would be really weird. Oh, that'd be also well, the ear, they would still be in the same. <laughs> Uh, it looks bad. I'm running. I'm running right now. That's yeah, why I'm this sweating. guy just put in some miles. You want some next Evo, bro? <laughs> Are you stressed out? <laughs> Chill, bro. I need to. I need some next Evo. Have you seen? They have. Uh, they make head. Well, they're not headphones. I guess they're headphones for when you're swimming. Yeah. And they don't go on your ears. They go sort of on your skull. But and you hear the music sure. through the. I've never. I, I want to try bones. that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The vibrations. Anyways. Cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trey, tell me what the what the dumbest thing is you've ever bought online. Oh, you bought it. Show and tell yeah, here. Of course, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's my it's my meat man costume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a dumb purchase. Uh, shout out to Laura for actually following through on this. I sent it to her as a joke. Yeah, and, yeah. And then it showed up at our house. And I was like, this is so stupid. But thank you so much because. <laughs> It's really been worth the money already. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'm going to be able to wear it for the rest of my life, and I will. Yeah, um, but the, the reason it's dumb, <laughs> specifically, 
is that you can't see through the eyeballs. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so it's pretty tough to see because yeah. it looks great when it's all the way. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it looks great, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, this is um this is my latest dumb purchase of many. But and it's like you don't want to cut out the eye holes to be able to see because the eyes are so important to the yeah, mesh. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I did want. I thought the same. I was like, should I cut them out? Probably weird. They also won't stay in the right place. No. Should I do like pin pricks? In right. all of them, so I can get like a little fuzzy sort of view, or should I just go blind? And then I go up going. Blind. It's more it's creepy you talking with the mouth and your eyes not moving on that. Yeah, mat. Like, yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I do agree. Okay, good. Uh, JD, what's the dumbest thing you've ever bought online? Yeah, I haven't. I don't have a cool story. I do have a cool story, bro. It's not cool. It, it's uh, <laughs> it's like it's like a, a mosquito trap that I, for some reason, you know how we oh, have yeah. a lot of mosquitoes down here. Yep. Uh, it looks like a mini rice cooker, and it's got a UV light and a fan, and it's just supposed to suck in all of the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Doesn't work. And I was like, I turn turn it on. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't oh. work at all. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like supposed to attract them, and then they get all trapped. And there's like four mosquitoes in there, <laughs> which is if you've been to Atlanta during the heat of mosquito season, it's that's ridiculous. Like, I could catch four mosquitoes in my teeth just walking <laughs> down my driveway. So. It was a bad purchase. But they got you. They yep. got me. Yep. They yep. got me. Uh, next one here. Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield have partnered up to create Holy Ears, cannabis-infused edibles in the shape of an ear. Uh, if I was on cannabis, I wouldn't have bit his ear, Tyson said, referring to the infamous 97 boxing match between the two uh, there's a photo of these guys i am not proud to say it took me a long time to figure out why they were called holy ears yeah. or holly ears i guess holy Fe- i guess holy ears is what they're called holy ears, i yeah. thought it was like more of the christmas angle right his name's holyfield i just like it's it confusing because yeah. they're wearing yeah. christmas sweaters yeah it yeah. just it took me a second to get there based for sure totally anyway uh let's flip this around because he said if i was on cannabis i wouldn't have bit his ear that's what tyson said but i want to know what's something you wouldn't have done had you not been high mm. Well, if you want more specifics on those products, we can get the creators on the show, I'm sure, because Danielle actually knows the people behind Holy or Holly Ears, whatever they're called. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, she randomly saw them, and she said, well, she did a little, uh, little investigative work, and she actually went on a trip. She went on like a teen trip way back when with the creators of this product. Weird. Wow. <laughs> wow that's so a they're going to be on the show. Okay. They want a pickleball so. segment? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Good. Done. Do they do CBDs? Uh, yes, they do. You want? Oh, you really want an answer? I wouldn't okay, mind one. I, uh, you don't have one. I mean, I've, I always have one. Uh, so <laughs> I mean, I'm I, just I looking have, for your best story when you were high. Yeah, right? I wouldn't yeah. have scorched my hand. I wouldn't have lit my hand on fire. Yeah, I yeah. burned. I burned my hand while I, on some mushrooms. Some. The psilocybin got me. It really, <laughs> it really disconnected my brain. I, I, I had thought um, the poker from a fire hadn't been in the poker. I knew it had been in the poker, but I didn't know it had been in the fire. But I did know, but I didn't know. So anyway, I grabbed it. Yeah, I was there. It was hot. That was rough. <laughs> uh, what about you, TK? I don't think I would have seen Anchorman 2. <laughs> I went to this with Laura and another couple. Watched the whole movie at a theater. Zero recollection. <laughs> I don't remember a line. I don't remember a scene. I'm convinced I didn't actually see it. 
but I was there with like three of the people I'm closest with. They're like, you we went to the there. theater <laughs> and it was like a big production that we all went together. But everything I think of, I'm like, that's just for like an uprack screen grab that I'm thinking of. Like I'm just thinking of things that I saw online, and then you know, like this movie's been out for quite some time now. Yeah. It's on streaming. I'll never turn it on. <laughs> like, I guess I've seen this, and I don't want to be reminded of it by watching it. So it's just a movie that exists that I've seen, but have but I? Did you? I don't know. <laughs> what happens? Do they get in a fight? Is Kanye West in Anchorman too? You've got me now second guessing yeah. whether I've seen Anchorman 2 and what man. condition I was in. man. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I think you're right. I kind of think he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? JD. I just saw it on Uproxx. What's your answer for this one? Uh, the answer is uh, I flushed weed down the toilet because I was high. Ooh. I was in Amsterdam and we couldn't find a place to stay. So we stayed at this like very religious sort of rooming house or whatever. And they told us right when we checked in. There are no drugs. We're in the middle of Amsterdam, and they're like, there are no drugs in here. We're like, okay, sir. And then, of course, we get the towel and put it under the door. (laughs) And then he burst in, and he was like, I'm going to throw you out, blah, blah, blah. And then so, but very, very, very high. So we like took like all of it and threw it down the toilet for some reason. I like I don't know why I did that with him there because he no just... no no oh. we were just like shitting our pants going uh, we're gonna get thrown out onto the street and then right. <laughs> so we better just flush so this. just flush this <laughs> flush it all right and then the next morning we're like what happened to all that weed <laughs> like, hey oh flushed it down the toilet, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, God. I got scared for a second. <laughs> Final one. The Los Angeles Times recently selected the 75 greatest Lakers players of all time, and former Lakers guard Nick Young didn't make the cut. And Swaggy P was not impressed, <laughs> tweeting, y'all hate me, but love me. I don't want to get you in trouble here, but be honest. Who is someone you hate, but you also sort of love? So it's a a real hate-love relationship, I guess. Mm. <laughs> well, I definitely hate and love Stephen A. Smith. Oh, I okay. Lo- Good one. I love love the the respect of the game, how he does it, but sometimes it's a bit much. <laughs> sometimes it's a bit <laughs> sure, much. Sure, sure. Maybe he's got to get on the weed uh, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, that's Stephen my answer. A? Stephen A. TK? I've also got a television personality, Jeff Probst, for me. That's exactly mine. I can't imagine. Whoa! I can't imagine anybody else hosting it. Yeah. Hosting Survivor, but also like, uh, you know, you were doing your Swedish accent at the start of the show. Sure. Jeff Probst was doing who knows what kind of accent recently. He's making all these crazy faces at Tribal Council. He's uh, making up like new rules. Like, hey, we've always done rules. this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but couldn't be anybody else, right, JD? You're right. You're right. Same I love answer, the guy, JD. But I, but I hate the guy. And I also had as an honorable mention. I mean, R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Same vibe. So I gotta love Alex Trebek. Right. But also, why you gotta be such a dick, Alex Trebek? <laughs> like, it, he, you know, the, he'll 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 act like it was obvious. You know, like, oh, yeah. you got it wrong. And it's like, Everybody boop boop boop. <laughs> Actually, it was the aqueduct. <laughs> it's like he would net. There was a reason he never played Jeopardy, and there's a reason Jeff Probst will never play Survivor because they can't do it. They're hosts. <laughs> no offense to hosts, right. but I love them. There it is. That's Rapid Fire. That's a wild edition of the Drop Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube if you're a podcast listener. Leave your boys a five-star rating and review. We're back on Monday with some NBA weekend winners and losers. So if you see a good winner or a loser from the NBA weekend, tweet it in while Twitter is still around. At No Dunks Inc. That's I-N-C 
on the end. Until next time, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, that was a Vlasic. Embrace the weekend, people. <laughs>